0: I'm Crispin. In this podcast, we will be listening to the Adventures in Odyssey radio show that has been put out by Focus on the Family for the past 30 years. If you grew up evangelical like us, there's a good chance you've heard an episode or two. We'll be on the lookout for themes and messages in the show that coincide with and sometimes depart from God's vision for his kingdom in the world. Thanks for listening with us. So, we're going to review The Price of Freedom, which was first aired in 1988, and basically it's about Kirk McGinty, and um, it starts out with him in a classroom, um, and he is um, thinking about the Vietnam War, Uh, he had turned in a report, and then his teacher stops him and says, you know, it's a great report, except everything that you wrote in it was wrong, Um, and... Kirk had really idealized the Vietnam War, and so his teacher says basically um, there were a lot of, uh, I want to say human rights violations, but basically he's like... <laughs> he
1: didn't say that. <laughs> no,
0: he didn't. <laughs> he was like, uh, there are a lot of people, innocent people that were killed by our soldiers in Vietnam. And, and we
1: shouldn't have been there in the first place.
0: Right, yeah. The fact is that we really shouldn't have been over there at all. A lot of innocent people were killed just because the U.S. stuck its nose in where it didn't have any business. And so we he, shouldn't
1: have stuck our nose, right, in their business.
0: Yes. And so um, he goes home and reads about it, um, and reads about um, people being convicted of killing twenty-two innocent citizens. And at some point, it's it's becomes apparent that his dad fought in the Vietnam War. And so he'd really idealized his dad. And so um, he's really sad, and uh, he always loved to play war uh, with his friends. Um, But they come to him, and he's like, I don't really feel like playing. Um, And he talks to Mr. Whitaker about it. Mr. Whitaker ends up going and talking to the teacher and explaining that Kirk's dad was killed in Vietnam. Did you know that Kirk's father died in Vietnam, Mr. Altman? Um, and Mr. Whitaker. Um, and they have this moment. Um, I feel like I'm leaving some stuff out. but
1: Oh, and also there's like a big Memorial Day picnic being planned. And Kirk's like Boy Scout troop is planning on doing a Civil War reenactment.
0: Is it, is it Civil War or is it Vietnam No, they War? were going to do a Civil War reenactment. Oh, okay.
1: And there's going to be this big unveiling of this veterans memorial. Um, And so after Mr. Whitaker and the teacher had this moment, then we are at the picnic and there's this final scene where Kirk's mom reads this letter from Kirk's dad. Oh, we also miss, like, Kirk had, like, a dream about his dad that was really poignant, which we will talk about in a moment. And so basically it kind of ends with, I don't know. How does it end?
0: Well, basically, like, um, his mom shares this letter from his dad, and that's very meaningful. And so um, Kirk feels better after that. And also, Mr. Whitaker and the teacher meet at the memorial because it turns out that the teacher's brother was killed in Vietnam Uh and Mr. Whitaker's son was killed in Vietnam. So all the characters in the story have someone that they lost in the war, which, by the way, is really interesting. Again, this aired in 1988. So it's like how, you know, this feels like so long ago. But I guess in 1988, there would be teenagers uh, that had parents that had
1: died. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that's kind of the recap. And if it sounds kind of hard to recap, it's because it is. And Crispin, first of all, I want to ask you, why did you pick this episode for me to listen to?
0: There are actually several episodes about Vietnam. I chose this one because it's in the, like, greatest hits collection that we have. Um, so I was going through and looking. It turns out that it was the most aired episode uh, ever as of February
1: 2017. Oh, my gosh. Why?
0: Um, so they actually got a lot of positive feedback from veterans.
1: But that's it? That's why they aired so much? Because veterans said they, they like it? I guess so. Okay, because, like, when we were listening, my first thought was, like, A, has our daughter, you know, who's six, has she ever listened to this? Because it was really intense. Like, I almost cried two times. And then by the end of this, like, it's not even, what, 30 minutes episode, I just felt so depressed. Like, so utterly depressed. So... It's interesting. I can't imagine being, like, six and listening to this.
0: Right, yeah. And it's it's so weird because there's, like, this uh, this intermingling of, like, kids playing battle or playing war, pretending to be soldiers. are going to go play more games. Yeah! Gotcha! Come on, you can be a commander! Just like your dad! Right alongside these themes of, like, yeah, human rights violations and murder.
1: On March 29, 1971, court-martial jury convicted Lieutenant William L. Cowley, Jr. of the premeditated murder of 22 South Vietnamese people. I this episode definitely seemed aimed at the parents. Is that weird to say?
0: No. Like, I, how
1: could this be for kids? Like, right. the Vietnam War is incredibly complex. Yes. And this episode did not... I mean, they sort of address it, which is surprising in a way, but then... Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's worse than doing nothing at all. I don't know. Let's talk about it. Let's talk, yeah. about, let's talk about the views of the war that are presented in this episode.
0: Right. Well, I think one of the things that first stands out is, so the teacher says, you know, there were a lot of people um, that, were, that were harmed by U.S. soldiers, that were killed by U.S. soldiers that shouldn't have been.
1: Like innocent women and children. Do you think the soldiers who fought in Vietnam were killers, Mr. Altman?
0: I think some of them were, Kirk. Yes.
1: Have a nice weekend, Mr. Altman.
0: Yeah, and, um, and then Mr. Whitaker basically says, like, we shouldn't talk about that, right? Like, you shouldn't talk about this. By talking about this, you're ruining this kid's vision of his father.
1: Yeah, that was, like, his main argument. You go on doing what you think you have to do, but let me tell you something. You're doing it at the risk of destroying a 12-year-old boy's image of his father. And that's a terrible, awful thing to do. You kind of miss this, but the teacher gave Kirk a book. Kind right. of like what really happened in Vietnam. <clears throat> Which is interesting. made me think about the whole alternative facts thing right. I mean, that's going on now. He
0: literally <laughs> says, like, you got the facts all wrong.
1: Yeah. And so I was like, uh-oh, are we setting up this false dichotomy? But, um, yeah, so... Mr. Whitaker, I was like, that is such a weird argument. Like, this teacher shouldn't tell this kid about the complexity of Vietnam because it's going to ruin this kid's, like, dream of his dad. And actually, Mr. Whitaker in this whole episode is extremely troubling. And y'all know that I am not a huge Mr. Whitaker fan. And I don't get why we're supposed to love him because all he does is basically, first of all, he's totally meddlesome. (laughs) <laughs> he's not kirk's parent and he goes and confronts this teacher and i also love that the teacher's like actually i don't have to prove myself to you like you're not even this kid's relative but mr whitaker's like it's all about honor and duty and it's so important and I'm like mr whitaker doesn't even talk about god at all in this episode but he talks about patriotism he talks about honor and duty mr altman here in odyssey we still take words like honor and duty and heroism very seriously They still have a meaning here. The Vietnam War, like, had to have been just. And then at the very end, when you find out his son was killed, I just felt really depressed. Like, oh, Mr. Whitaker, like, can't even critique this war at all or else his son's death would have been in vain, which is something he can't even begin to go there. So, of course, he's going to be obsessed with America and patriotism and celebrating a very unjust war. And it's just so depressing. I'm not sure a little kid would get that, however. Right, yeah.
0: I mean, it's interesting because the teacher shares that his brother was killed. Gunned down during one of our raids into Cambodia. And so basically he's, like, very upset. He was an artist. Such a waste. And Mr. Whitaker said because of his opinion, he was dishonoring his brother's memory which is just, I don't know, I mean, it's a, it is a really complex episode, and it really brings these issues to a head. How do you, like, hold a view on something like the Vietnam War was not a great war for us to be involved in, and at the same time, like, recognizing that people did risk their lives for something that they believed in, or... Felt uh coerced into her. Felt like there's another episode where it's actually about with son and a friend, and the friend decides to run to Canada, and with son decides to go. So basically, there's this kind of sense of like, I have to go, or I'm going to be breaking the
1: law. Yeah. Okay. This is all getting like super intense, and you know it's interesting because we are pacifists, but I also recognize the fact that we've never been in our country when there's been a draft or been anything like a war similar to Vietnam, you know, in our lifetime. And my dad was like a little bit too young to go to Vietnam, I think, and probably your dad too. Yeah. But I just think I still wish that this episode would have been a little bit more about um, Jesus and how he views the killing of others rather than just talking about um, patriotism and our duty and honor because okay let's first of all let's talk about so kurt has this dream about his dad because he's reading this book about all the horrible things that happened in vietnam and then he has like this sort of nightmare where his dad becomes the one who has killed like 22 innocent vietnamese women and children captain steve McGinty, my dad was captain steve McGinty. captain,
0: captain steve. steve McGinty has been found guilty of murdering 22 innocent vietnamese people of innocent people died innocent people were killed
1: my dad didn't do it he was a soldier
0: he was he a murderer, was a murderer.
1: No! no
0: kirk dad dad kirk my son
1: kirk and but then also sort of morphs into, like, he then meets his dad in a dream. and His dad's like, my son. Which, FYI, totally made me think of Hamilton. Did you? No. Okay, because remember when Hamilton's like, my son. Yeah. Um. Anyways, which also then made me think, like, <laughs> why am I okay with the war in Hamilton? But I'm not okay with the war in Odyssey. So maybe I'm just, like, totally a double standard person.
0: Are you okay with the war in Hamilton? Actually,
1: I'm not. But we always listen to it, and I'm not, like, super troubled by it even though I should be like, Hamilton totally killed people, right?
0: Right. Yeah. But also,
1: I don't think Hamilton is saying he's like a Christian, focus on the family, you know, example. Like Mr. Whitaker is supposed to be, right? Yeah,
0: Mr. Whitaker is a spiritual leader and basically says, if you don't believe in militarism, then you are not a good person.
1: Right. And so it's part of the whole spiritual leader thing that's really bothering me. Hamilton obviously has a lot of issues, so. (laughs) Right. We don't view him as a, you know... (laughs) A Christ follower uh, in a way. So anyways, so that's really poignant. Kurt never met his dad. And then he asked his mom to to remind him, like, tell me the last time you saw dad. And then his mom says something about, like, why they moved to Odyssey. Do you remember that, Christian? She
0: was like, I knew that this day would come, but we moved to Odyssey to get away from the bad attitudes about the Vietnam War. The
1: bad attitudes about the Vietnam War. That stuck out to me so much. Not like... The facts of what happened in Vietnam and the atrocities that, you know, happened to women and children, just the bad attitudes about Vietnam. And they moved to Odyssey. So Odyssey, which is this supposedly Christian haven, is a place where there's no bad attitudes about Vietnam allowed, evidently, until this one teacher shows up.
0: Right. I mean, bad attitude that has such a, like, parental feel to it, right? Like these like young idealists or I don't know. Or you're
1: not allowed to be critical of war.
0: Right. Well, I mean, just at the beginning. So it starts out Chris does her usual introduction. She usually kind of does a little character introduction um about, you know, Robin uh loves to like pet her cat oh, on the weekdays or whatever. Everybody but, has their hobbies. Right, yeah. So she starts out and says everyone has their hobbies and uh Kirk's hobby is war. Kirk
1: McGinty has a really unusual hobby. War. He's fascinated with battles and strategy and conquest and, of course, victory.
0: I mean, literally just that's says so that. so weird. And I'm like, shouldn't there, like, that's just so problematic. Like, I I have respect for, like, just war theory, but for that to be a hobby or an obsession, I think, just, like, flies in the face of, like, Christian... Like, following Jesus.
1: Right. Okay, but I want to go back to, like, the mom says this whole thing, like, we moved here to get away from these bad attitudes about Vietnam, but at the very end, when they're unveiling the memorial, and Kurt doesn't want to, like, he doesn't want anything to do with the memorial anymore because he's, like, ashamed of his dad's involvement in the Vietnam War now. Well, his mom then reads a letter from the dad where he basically says, like, you've probably heard, you know, both good and bad things about our involvement here, and they're both true, And he said, like, there are some things. What does he say? I know that when all this is done, a lot of bad things will be said about what we were doing over here. Some of those things, I'm sorry to say, are true. That happens anymore sometimes. But basically, something like there are things that happened there that aren't bad. But... And there's no way to justify them, but (laughs) like it's still a good thing that they were there. So anyways, Kurt's mom, she obviously had read this letter before, but she still was trying to get away from the bad attitudes of Vietnam, even though her own husband had written a letter saying it was very complex and that war crimes and atrocities had been perpetuated by Americans. So I think that's what really confused me is if she, if her own husband written a letter saying, yes, there's things that happened here that we should not be proud of, then why would she not want to be anywhere around people who were critical of this war?
0: I think it goes back to what you said about, like, you have to make meaning out of someone's death. And so there's so much, like, So many defense mechanisms going on here, right?
1: Well, that's the other thing. I almost felt like, according to this episode, you can't have an opinion about the Vietnam War unless somebody you know died in the Vietnam War. And that's the only way your opinion is legitimized. Because Mr. Whitaker doesn't listen to the teacher at all until the teacher says, well, my brother died. And he's like, oh, okay, well, then fine. That's fine that you're anti the war then.
0: Not to mention the teacher comes to the Memorial Day celebration. So the idea there is that Mr. Whitaker taught him something. And I think it basically says, like, in order to honor the memory of his brother, he had to change his views on the war.
1: Now, this is a good talking point for this part is, how do you feel about war memorials?
0: It is really complicated, but I think that we should, we shouldn't just forget um, but I think as Christians, we need to be like a prophetic voice and be able. I mean, also, we live in a democratic society where we should be able to voice dissent against the war that we're engaged in, while at the same time realizing some people go into the military because of their convictions. Some people do it to escape poverty. Like mm-hmm. they're just it's so complex. There's so many reasons that people go to war and die. And so I would never want to uh, dismiss the dignity of a soldier that had died. I would also never want to give up my ability to speak critically about political actions that, you know, also killed other people on the other side of the world.
1: Well, and Christians have a rich tradition of being pacifists and not engaging in killing of other people based on Jesus's own example. Like Jesus's example is the opposite of killing others to ensure safety and security, right?
0: Yeah, just like Donna Cedra says in A Mission for Jimmy.
1: We want wars and revolutions. to teach love change hearts with Jesus Christ. We always talk about his sacrificial transformational love as evidence on the cross. And, you know, I, I really uphold to that. But one thing I did want to say is, you know, I had the opportunity to meet Brian Stevenson of the Equal Justice Initiative this last December. And he shared with um, a group I was with that, you know, after September 11th, it took less than, what, a decade in order to get a memorial put up for the victims of, um, you know, the terrible tragedy that happened on September 11th. But in America, to this day, we still do not have a monument to the victims of slavery or of lynching anywhere in our country. But think about how many memorials we have to people who um, served and fought and died in a war like Vietnam. And yet there's absolutely no memorials to testify to the war that has been waged against black bodies, you know, for centuries in our own country. I'm like, I can't imagine Odyssey putting up that kind of memorial. And yet it's perfectly fine to put up a memorial for Vietnam in the midst of this completely Christianized town. And I think that just... I think that's what made me want to cry at the end of this episode is like, what kinds of death do we honor and what kinds of death do we absolutely dismiss as white evangelical Christians? And I just feel really sad, Crispin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask what points you felt like you were going to cry. That was one of things. Well, there's
1: that. And then I think even Kurt, like meeting his dad in a dream, like, yeah, we are anti-war, but we are pro-soldier in that we are pro the people who are at the front lines and a lot of them are young a lot of them maybe felt like they had no other options and you know really they're just playing into I think larger governments you know plans and and they're. I see them as the victims themselves right like I don't know I think death is really sad no matter which way you look at it and so for me I even think, like, a memorial to people who died in Vietnam isn't necessarily bad, but I would always be looking for the memorial of those who were killed, like, the civilians who were killed, the Vietnamese, women, men, and children who were also killed. Like, if that memorial's not there, then it's just nationalism, which maybe we should just be quite clear here and say, like, I don't think you can be a nationalist and be a Christian. There's just no way you can be. So... What is Odyssey upholding in this episode? It seems more like it's about nationalism. Mm-hmm. You always pick out these really complex episodes, which maybe in my memory, I think of these Adventures and Odyssey episodes as being very simplistic, but they're not. No. They're not. I mean, and I still don't agree with the overall message, but they do allow some complexity in there, which I think is good. Yeah. In a way, um, but at the very end, it's so funny because it's a very kind of sad, depressing episode. It ends with like Mr. Whitaker and the teacher like going off to get ice cream because they both lost loved ones in the war, and then Chris, cheerful little Chris, gets on at the end of the episode, and is like, "You know, it's not as simple in the olden days of the Old Testament when God like told people Israel exactly who to fight and when to fight." You know. God it's not that simple anymore, but you should always remember and that always God's in control. good. And just end. perfect will. And that made me feel really depressed. Mm-hmm. Really depressed. Because right. I think that is a message we're told our whole lives. Like, yeah, everything's kind of terrible, but God's in control. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, what was it, like two years ago now, we were watching the movie Selma, and um, there, there comes a moment in the film where a young black man is shot and, and killed unjustly. And. What does Dr. King say?
0: He says, "You know, God was the first one to weep for your grandson
1: and i just I just can't get over that. God is the first to cry. That is so different from God's in control. you don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, I understand that God is sovereign. That doesn't mean that every single thing that happens on earth is just, or and again, this all kind of comes back to your theology of the kingdom of God, right doesn't God want the earth to be like it is in heaven? He does, right? That's what Jesus says over and over and over again. So I don't think we're just supposed to sit back and accept the fact that, yes, war is complicated, and yes, innocent people die and blah, 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 blah. But in the long run, God's in control, so don't worry about it. To me, that seems like such an invitation to disengage from critical thinking. And it almost seems sinister. I don't know. Maybe I'm Mm -hmm. making too much of that.
0: I'm wondering, how do you... Uh, critique ideologies while um, showing people respect and love, right? So, here, like, how could the teacher have done it differently? Not necessarily that he did it wrongly, but... Just yeah, I think a, it was fine. I mean, Mr. But, yeah. Whitaker's
1: whole thing was like, did you know that his dad died in the Vietnam War? And I'm, like, thinking about my daughter's school. I'm like, in her classroom, there could very well be a kid from Vietnam, right? Like, mm-hmm. would M- Mr. Whitaker think about That child, you know, whose parent might have been killed by American soldiers in Vietnam, like, yes, you need to think through all perspectives, like, and who's in the room, but that doesn't mean you don't tell somebody the truth just because you want to keep that kid's vision of their father intact. I don't know.
0: I think it just comes back to, like, when Paul talks about, you know, our our battle is not against flesh and blood, right? Mm -hmm. But it's against the principalities and the powers, Um, And so there are these systems and structures, and I think it can be so easy to want to attack people and want to humiliate people, to tell people that they're wrong. And even, like, on my Facebook feed lately, I've seen people say things like, white nationalists deserve to get punched in the face. And that's just really upsetting to me because I think as Christians, like, we are called to critique and dismantle systems, right? Mm-hmm. And uphold, again, like the, the Imago Day and other people, even if they're white supremacists. Um, and Do I you
1: think-, think Mr. Whitaker is a white supremacist? Uh... <laughs> I think he is. Are oh, playing your... <laughs> I think he is trapped by white supremacy, and he doesn't mm-hmm. know it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could just go to Odyssey and just sit him down for a chat.
0: Yeah. What would you tell him?
1: i tell him a lot of things. Crispin, when are you going to pick an episode that is not intense for me to listen to? But hey, if you're listening to this and you have suggestions of episodes you want us to talk about, please send them our way.
0: At propheticimaginationstation at gmail.com.
1: We got an email address, guys.
0: Yeah. I haven't received any email since we started. I
1: think everybody hates this podcast.
0: It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) We enjoy it.
1: We do enjoy it. We hope you guys enjoy it, too. Um, Thanks for joining us.
0: This has been an episode of the Prophetic Imagination Station. Check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes and stay tuned for weekly discussions.